0: Welcome to Birch Banter. I'm Connor Burse. And I'm Jake Deball. On today's show, Google quietly raised ad prices to boost search revenue, and Jake addresses some common PPC tropes. So let's get into it. The DOJ is scrutinizing Google's ad pricing strategy in its ongoing antitrust trial, pinpointing how Google's market dominance allows it to inflate ad prices, a claim substantiated by Google's Jerry Dishler. His testimony revealed that auction tweaks raised ad prices unbeknownst to advertisers, especially during revenue dips. In 2019, Google amassed $98 billion from search ads, exceeding $100 billion in 2020, with mobile search being the growth driver. This is bad timing as Google is facing monopoly lawsuits and small businesses are more focused than ever on cost savings. Jake, we work with a lot of small businesses, and the ad auction has always been a bit opaque and not always about the money. Any thoughts on your end about this? Yeah, well, the thing about it is, is when they're raising the cost per
1: click, if it's by a significant amount, which, you know, obviously, if we're only spending a dollar for a click and they raise it by 50 cents to $2, all of a sudden, our cost per conversion is going to double, and then our return on ad spend is basically going to be cut in half. So it definitely affects us in a way that we can't control. But when the cost per those clicks go up, it affects all of our accounts in, in a negative way. And as a ads manager, it can become a little bit frustrating for me to navigate.
0: Yeah, if they change the price on us without letting us know, then our results change. And so we're looking through the whole ad account, trying to figure out what the heck happened. Why is the pricing difference, the conversions different for the budget? And if they're not even telling us that the pricing changed, we're looking at, is it the ad creative? Is it our targeting, right? It's really difficult to hone in on it to figure out, did something go wrong? But this is coming to light that they're actually just increasing the pricing without letting us know. And then executives are admitting it. That, that kind of blows my mind. But my take is, I, I was surprised this is news. Um, we've definitely gone into markets before with very little competition. And the pricing just seems to be all over the place. So we always kind of assume that Google sets a floor on these prices, and it just is kind of arbitrary. And then the fact that they're a monopoly, this doesn't surprise me too much that they're doing this.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. The fact that it's news to everyone is a little shocking with how much of this ad auction market they control. It basically sets the table for them to do things like this to us, and not cool, Google.
0: Not cool at all. But, you know, that's also some of the value we bring to our accounts that we keep eagle eyes on all this stuff. So even when pricing does go up unexpectedly, we're usually able to pivot. And honestly, if I if I had to say, if prices go up across the board, it's an even playing field. And then our expertise we bring to the table can actually outmaneuver some competition, uh, which is kind of cool just from our perspective as well. So like I said, I, this doesn't surprise me at all. We've been handling it. Uh, this report goes all the way back to 2019, And uh, yeah, it's 2023. So this is just kind of baked into how we manage our ad accounts now. So just, just kind of crazy to see an executive admit it. Moving on, I have in front of me a bunch of common PPC beliefs surveyed from small business owners. Jake has not seen these, so these will be fresh takes coming your way. You ready, Jake? Hit me with them. All right. So the first one we have here is higher bids get higher rankings. Many believe that if they bid more, their ads will always appear at the top of the search results.
1: That one's gonna be false. There's plenty of factors that go into what puts an ad in the number one spot in the search results. The most important is gonna come down to quality score, which has a bunch of different factors that go into it. But just saying that since we have the highest bid, we're gonna be number one, I would say is a myth.
0: All right, moving on. PPC is too expensive. Many businesses avoid PPC thinking it's too costly.
1: That's a strange notion. Um, The fact that PPC is literally an acronym for pay per click. You're only spending money when somebody clicks on your ad with intent to, you know, view your website and your products or services. Plus, in PPC, you have the opportunity to set a daily budget. So in theory, you could go in and start a PPC campaign for as little as a dollar a day.
0: Not to mention that this is probably one of the only forms of marketing that we actually get conversion values directly attributed to the campaigns. You know, you take a billboard out and it's just like, all right, it's up there. Yeah. Everyone we, saw it.
1: We think fifty thousand people saw it last month.
0: Yeah. Hoorah. But no, I mean that's that's why we love this, especially for our escape rooms, is that we get to attribute all the revenue back. So you literally can't not afford it if you spend a thousand dollars and you make seven thousand dollars back attributed.
1: And then you can avoid some of those awkward conversations like, hey, you know what? How did you guys find us? Did you see
0: our billboard? Mm -hmm. Or adding another step in the checkout. That's like, hey, where did you hear us? Podcasts? You know, it might be worth it, but the conversion optimizer in me says, you don't throw anything more in that checkout than you absolutely need to. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to another one. Once set, you can just leave your PPC campaign. Some think that once a PPC campaign is live, It doesn't need any attention ever again.
1: Very false. There's always things you can do to optimize your campaign, whether you're setting bid adjustments by the day, by the hour, by the location that people are clicking into the ads from. And at the rate the technology is changing, there is always a need for somebody to be around to go in and make adjustments on the campaign based on the changes in the technology.
0: Yeah, this is way too powerful to just ever (laughs) set and forget. That would give me anxiety, honestly. We run ad campaigns for our own business here. And uh, yeah, it's watched daily and uh, definitely tweaked weekly. You know, can't tweak it every single day, but at minimum once a week to make sure everything's working well. Um, and that doesn't even get into like things like bid adjustments, right? Oh, there's so much that goes into it. So,
1: Adding negative keywords, removing mm-hmm. keywords that, you know, may be converting at a very expensive amount for you.
0: Right, right. Or new competitors coming in and driving up the ad auction without you even realizing it. Or, as we just discussed, Google raising the prices invisibly on you. Correct. Right? (laughs) The federal government's even coming in and going, oh my gosh, what the heck. So, yeah, I'm backing you up on that one. It's not set and forget. All right, let's do another one. SEO and PPC are rivals. There's a myth that if you're doing well organically, you don't need PPC or vice versa. Well, if
1: you're doing good organically and you have competitors who are doing PPC, you're not going to be appearing in the number one spot on Google. They are because they're paying to be there and you're not paying anything. So they kind of go hand in hand. And a good metaphor that I have for it is SEO is kind of like building a campfire. You got to start with the Tinder, the kindling. Eventually, once you get a flame, put a log on and it builds up over time and it, it works for you. It's a strong marketing tactic to have online. PPC is like setting off fireworks, you know? You just give it a budget, put in the ad copy, let it go, and it starts popping off and getting you conversions right away. Um, Are they rivals? No. Should you only do one or the other? No, I think it's important to be actively in both.
0: Not to mention, going back to the ad auction, uh, the quality score that uh, is used primarily as the driver in that Google Ads auction, they look at your landing page for proper SEO, If it's not running well and it doesn't have good SEO metrics, you're going to pay more in your PPC campaigns per click or your competitors are going to go above. So there is a reason to optimize your SEO, even if you don't care about organically ranking and you just want your PPC to work well. And then vice versa, if you have incredible SEO, your competitors are going to buy your name. So even if you are ranking number one and Google Search Council is really proud of you for being number one, you're not number one. Because there is a number zero spot there that's sold to the highest bidder in PPC. So, yeah, they're not rivals. They're best friends.
1: Yeah. And another thing as it relates to the escape room industry is we've had conversations with our escape room owners. And when we're on our onboarding call, we always like to ask them, like, "Who who are your competitors in your area? And they'll list off other escape rooms in the area. But then they'll say something along the lines of, we don't really compete with them, you know, we share customers, our people who come to our rooms, we recommend them to their rooms. And, you know, while that may treat, be true and you may not see them as, you know, a, a true competitor in that sense, they're going to be competitors in Google Ads because if they're paying for Google Ads and you're not, then they're going to be stealing business from you. It's as simple as that.
0: It really is. And it's going to be cheap if you're not there, so you're giving away your customers basically for free. If you're not in PPC, yeah. And look, saying that out loud, I mean, it it stinks. It's not great, but it is the reality. Google owns 95% of the search traffic. So you need to play ball. All right, let's move on to the next one. A lower click-through rate is always bad.
1: That's a tough one. Um, A lower click-through rate... Well, first, obviously, to be able to say a lower click-through rate, we have to establish a benchmark. Um, our benchmark for escape room click-through rates is between 7 It's probably around 7%. Um, typically, we do much higher than that. But when we do see a click-through rate lower than that, it tells us we need to improve our keywords and our ad copy. So it's more relevant to you know what the user is searching that they get on your site and want to check out.
0: I'll add there, though, we're really blessed to have... As many escape rooms as we have. So we have our pulse on that industry like crazy. Yeah, But for a lot of campaigns, you can make the case if you have a really amazing click-through rate because you're just, you know, I can get a good click-through rate on a campaign. says, hey, click here for free money. Sure. That's going to be a great click-through rate. And then you end up and it's like a lawyer <laughs> trying to get leads. No one's going to convert, right? So sure. if your click-through rate is amazing and no one's converting, maybe you actually need to put more disqualifiers in your ad to decrease the click-through rate. And since you're only paying for the clicks, now you're getting more qualified traffic and more business, right?
1: Definitely. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense.
0: But with the escape rooms, we have that dialed in. That is so nice to have that benchmark sure. and at the ads and the disqualifiers already baked in. Um, so well, yeah, that's nice.
1: And that's to say we have been running strategy for escape rooms on PPC for about three years or so now. And over that time, you know, we, we've basically duplicated that strategy, same strategy with the same keywords and mostly the same ad copy for all of our new escape room clients that have came on since then. So that click through rate is a baseline for us on the keywords we use. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. another agency that is running escape room marketing might decide to use a different slate of keywords and different slate of ad copy. And that could affect their click through rate in a way where they need to establish their own baseline.
0: Right, because I guess you could run a very vague ad yeah. that's like, fun tonight. Sure. And then people are typing things to do, and you'll get a lot of clicks. Yeah. But those people might not be looking to do an escape room. They might be looking for a bar, and you went too vague. So, yeah, if you just really guide by click-through rate without any proper benchmarking or understanding really what drives the purpose of the searcher, then, yeah, click-through rate is kind of meaningless. So high or low doesn't really make a difference. So, yeah, you can never just be like, 10% click-through rate. That's it. <laughs> good to go. <laughs>
1: yeah. draw, draw a story with all of your results and all of the data that Google's given back to you. Click-through rate, conversion rate, cost per click, um, all that fun stuff.
0: And actually, we kind of touched on this next one, so we'll just go right into it. All traffic is good traffic for a PPC campaign.
1: no. Incorrect.
0: Yeah. All right, we'll leave it there. We'll go to the next (laughs) one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right, broad match is the best way to reach everyone.
1: Um, Broad match, it's a strong way to reach everyone. And lately, Google Ads has been pushing it more. And we have seen success in switching our keyword match types from something like phrase match or exact match back over to broad match. But the thing with broad match is you might be drawing in people who aren't exactly looking for what you have to offer. Let's use escape rooms as an example again. If I have a broad match on escape room there and you're a brick and mortar escape rooms, people searching for virtual escape rooms will be fed your ad, click in your website and spend your money with no intention to convert because that's not what they're looking for.
0: Makes sense. All right, I got one more for you. PPC results are immediate.
1: While we see that most of the time, it's not always true. Um,
0: yeah there's a learning phase right
1: There's always a learning phase to a campaign that typically lasts 4 to 5 days In that period we see cost per click fluctuate click through rate fluctuate and conversion rate fluctuate So it's you know it's it's hard to draw a baseline from that first week or two of your campaign But once you get past that Google has learned a little bit about what you're putting out there you know they scan your website and kind of figure out who you are and then their AIs able to optimize your ads based on that and typically that's when you start seeing conversions come in a little more consistently so we've also seen the opposite where in that learning stage cost per click has been extremely low click-through rates been high and conversion rates been high and we've seen a lot of results be turned in in that time but don't judge the performance of your campaign by how it performs in the first week or two
0: and i'll uh, piggyback on that a little bit just to really drill home the concept of reporting back conversions to Google Ads because that learning phase that Jake was just talking about requires something to learn off of. So if you're not sending back conversion data, preferably with as much revenue information as possible, it doesn't really know what to learn off of sometimes. So not only does it need to learn, it needs good info to get out of that learning phase. But I'd say in terms of marketing though, They're pretty close to as media as you can get. Go back to the billboard. I mean, you throw a billboard up there and that is definitely a saturation thing. While PPC is pretty cool. I mean, high intent searches, can get results fairly quickly and then really get into that, uh, into a good campaign with awesome results. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that wraps it up. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, And then I will uh, read us out. So birch banter is a birch river production a big thank you to jake d ball produced by myself connor Burse, and edited by ethan reichel thank you so much